is as an American Muslim, you know, I, I, I'm deeply concerned as, as, a, as a student of spirituality when I see the dearth or lack of spirituality from modern-day activism. And that's my editorializing, in my opinion. And how can spirituality play a role in nurturing this positive activism that empowers all people? And how can we bring back, or should we even bring back spirituality when it comes to this modern activism, when it comes to social media activism, when it comes to people keeping it real, but, but you know, not really, like, not remembering the spiritual ideals and values and lessons of Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and Gandhi. Uh, you know, how should we bring back this type of spirituality and infuse it with modern day activism to truly uplift people? Well, one thing we might do, uh, I'm just trying to think about it while you're talking, maybe we should launch a love army. <laughs> well played, sir, well played. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we should launch a love army that's based on all that stuff. And let me just say a couple things. You know, religion has gotten a bad rap, you know, for good reasons often. For a lot of people, women, LGBT, and others, um, you know, hierarchical monotheism, have been real sources and type of oppression. I get that. And at the same time, what I, what I want to say and insist is that a one-sided analysis of anything always leads you in the wrong direction. There are, there's great wisdom, there's great strength, and there's great beauty in all of our religion. And those should be marshaled for good. And we should not allow the fundamentalists and, you know, the bigots to take over and speak for the great faiths um, any more than we should let them take over and speak for the great nation. And so um, I am, you know, a proud Christian who has been greatly tutored by Hindus and Buddhists and, and, and uh, Sufis and others. And, um, and, and I stand and I speak from that place. And I do think that, you know, there's a danger if we, oh, you know, you're overly secularizing things. You sometimes get very smart, but you, you sometimes gain a lot of smarts, but you lose a lot of wisdom. And what I saw in the Hillary Clinton campaign with data dummies who mm. were more concerned with polls than people, um, they're more concerned with donors than voters, and there wasn't a lot of heart and soul on that campaign, and I think that it left us vulnerable. Um, for me, I think that the struggle around how to deal with Islam in the United States is a defining moral struggle of this half of the new century. I think that America could not become America until it dealt with the um, disenfranchisement of women and African Americans in the last century. It had to, you could not, America could not become America until it dealt with that. And had it dealt with it perfectly? No. But it had to confront it. America cannot be America in the new century unless it deals with this question, these new questions around gender, including you know, the, 
end, now on the front line of uh, of standing up for civil liberties and um, uh, you know and civil rights and things that make America great, and are the best insurance for the safety of all Americans because it is the Muslim community that has the best chance of stopping and checking and pushing back on people who are trying to pollute their own city. So this attack on, on, on Islam um, is an attack on a great faith. It undermines the people who are trying to rescue that faith from these horrible people. It endangers every human being on earth because it accelerates the radicalization of some and, and, and emboldens the worst elements in the faith. And so this fight is, is, a, is a fight I think that we have to uh, uh, take on. And I'll say one more thing. Yeah. Which is Really what 